Albert the eponymous Johnson, July 1st. I am Albert the eponymous Johnson. I am a hunter and a trapper, and I have arrived in North America, centuries before the first Vikings. Those hurtin' herders of fish and spears and shields with their primitive gods and cultural onotalities and abstractions. Albert the hunter wanders through hills and forests, feasting on glaciers in a world that is still young. The wind blows and howls, and the seasons change. Albert is living among the rocks, and he can go a whole lifetime without seeing another man or woman. Then he is reborn, and he heads off in his wanderings through the primordial wastelands. As he gets older, he becomes meaner. The earth is hotter and he's uncomfortable. He knows he must kill to get out of his head. But if he kills himself, he won't be able to complete his mission. He must kill another. He finds another trapper and, in his madness, he, Albert Johnson, kills the trapper. He takes a bite of the flesh of his wrist, but he's repulsed by it. He takes what little money he can find on the body and runs away. The world of this life is over for Albert now. He was once in a town of people, all of them called Albert Johnson. He could move silently there, hiding from people as he felt need to, either hiding in plain sight or concealing himself. Life is long now, if it is not short. But now life is over, for he is running from his hunters. The only thing with more persistence than the Great North is his will to survive. And the only thing that might be greater than that is the will of his hunter to capture him. He sees his bones bleaching on the Arctic plateau, so he makes a pledge to live on and to survive, and he will be renamed after he has been named. The bullet comes. It shatters his skull. Albert Johnson is no more. For revenge, comes before survival. But what will now go on in the place of the Albert Johnsons of posterity and post-Diluvian existences? The world is a lovely place, and there are naked visions dancing in front of our odd illusion. Albert Johnson is reborn as Clyde Harkins, still in the Northwest Territory where he learns how to live and survive, but also to question everything that he knows. His knowledge will never be complete until he knows how he ever got to be Clyde Harkins. He knows from a dream that he was once Albert Johnson. Then he moves from Albert Johnson to Clyde Harkins in mid-sentence, and so he changes his name from Clyde to Albert, from Harkins to Johnson. 
and he takes himself a wife called Annette. They live their lives in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, a place where Albert can do his hunting and trapping in silence. He talks not to his wife, not even to his neighbors, the closest of which lives a hundred miles to the north, until he knows he's ready to confess. One day in town, Albert picks a fight with someone who makes him sick, and he kills that man stone dead. On the way out of town, he stops to shoot a dog. He takes the dog with him, skins it, and gives the pelt to his wife as a gift. Waiting in his cabin for the revengers to arrive, he whittles a stick into some sort of fantastic figure. Not certain what he has created, he hurls it into the snow. A shot rings out and shatters his skull. His wife, now his widow, holds him in her arms, not sure if she ever really knew this man in this land of shadow. And at the same time, he is all she has known. Large already with child, she gives birth alone and raises a healthy boy in that log cabin, where they form a society of two and grow stranger and stranger, ever more reclusive. The boy never knows another human being besides his mother until the day he dies himself, not prepared in the least for death, which to him is just disappearance. About this time, a certain John Jackson is born in Montana. Convinced that he's not John Jackson, but Albert Johnson, he changes his name to just that. And Albert Johnson is once again on the loose in his old stomping ground. He sees what is happening, and he knows that he is a powerful force. He follows himself out of himself, and he is Albert Johnson of the gods. There is a powerful beauty in the northern lights that cannot be understood. The heat of the day, combined with the cold of the winter nights, all play a great effect on him. And the final weeks of the coldest winter ever are welcomed with great enthusiasm. Albert Johnson is there at the celebration of summer, but he is also the cold, and wishes that it was winter again. And so, when winter comes, Albert becomes drunk at a town hall and causes a fight with one of the young men dancing with his new girl there. There is no reason for a fight, but there is murder that night in the town, and it is Albert Johnson that they are hunting again the perpetual prey. He knows that with enough resources and money, he can certainly escape from his tormentors forever. He has practiced swimming for many seasons now, and when he jumps into the ice water of the frozen lake, his tormentors won't follow him. Floating under the ice, he is frozen into a cone of silence until the spring, when he is licked awake by a young deer. A bear eats the deer. A voyager suits the bear. 
Taking the wild man Albert Johnson into town, he is sold into a circus. And this is the first time that Albert ever sees a city. Thank you.